So firstly, Merry Christmas to every single one of you and a Happy New Year. Uh, hopefully you're getting some good time with family, friends, and well-earned break. Um, I, my break is here in this office at WeWork. And so on this episode, I go into what it's like to work through the Christmas period and how that's changing from what I planned it to be. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 29 of Arv's Notes. Now hopefully it's not too echoey in here but I managed to get this room today. Uh, it is Christmas Eve uh, and so WeWork is completely dead at the moment which actually is a uh, welcome bonus for me in the entire space to myself. So I managed to get this room here so a bit of a different setting and actually just looking at the screen right now it actually is uh, it's a very cool backdrop, so I might need to start um, filming these episodes on the weekends when this is uh, completely free for me. Uh, but in today's episode, so episode 29 uh, is again a Tuesday episode, so you'll be being released on Christmas Day. So firstly, Merry Christmas to every single one of you. I'm hoping you've got some time with family, uh, you're having a great uh, vacation, break, whatever you may be doing at this time or if you're like me and working through it, uh, kudos to you. So Tuesday's episode, going back into the week that was, kind of the recaps, kind of the learnings that I've had over uh, the last week with Attica, you know, what's happening, what am I doing, you know, what am I experiencing? So uh, today's really, really off the cuff. It's probably going to be a very short episode, so um, you'll get some time back in your day if you're uh, an avid listener that listens to the entire podcast or watching this on uh, YouTube on the blog. Uh, so today, because it's all Christmas break, you know, last week I went into, you know, what I was going to do during this period, how I was going to set up the year um, going into next. And now, you know, having started this Christmas break, it's been all about executing against that. How it quite got to the point where I've been able to record multiple episodes of this um, series as yet, but um, I've got that one planned for the first week of January. Hopefully there's a bit of downtime there, but... You know, like today, for example, you know, Christmas Eve, completely dead, what have I been doing? How have I been approaching the session? Uh, very much been started around all the social stuff. Like I knew that trying to get the amount of Instagram posts, Facebook posts, LinkedIn content created was going to take a huge, huge amount of time. And so started chipping away at that today. And so... The great thing was when I was running through some of these podcasts and blogs, um, it became very apparent that it was actually quite simple to uh, pull apart key quotes, uh, get some text and context for the copy of these posts. And so, you know, in this in the space of about two hours, I managed to do the creative elements, which has been very simple, sort of like plain text on white backgrounds onto the. Um, uh, through Canva just to create these sort of imagery, but uh, really also then putting it, being able to listen to the podcast, extract that, put it straight into the copy, and then publish it, you know, two and a bit hours to get almost two weeks worth of content scheduled, ready to go, um, starting on, I believe, the 7th of January when I'm starting this content calendar, posting every single day. Um, managed to get one post across two weeks already done. Uh, next, we'll obviously get into the second post, which is uh, Tuesday's content, really, which is 
all about the startup journey. That I'll be doing next and hopefully invest another two, three hours and get about two or so weeks worth of content there. Uh, and then it's all about, you know, chopping up this vlog into about 30 second clips, stuff that is native to Instagram, to Facebook, uh, to ensure that I can upload it across all the platforms, get it subtitled and then uh, obviously launching that as well and then seeing how much of that I can get out there as well. One thing I realized is going into this is just how much work it's going to be to maintain this through the year. And so one of the learnings already just one day into this execution is realizing that I'm not going to be able to do this by myself. There is just no way I can do this by myself. I'm looking at what it takes just to get the Instagram images done with a bit of copy, um, how long it takes to record these sessions as well. And then now I'm transcribe and actually polish articles to get short form video out of this. Um, it's going to take a lot of time. So I'm either going to have to look at getting a freelancer in and just work purely on my business and pay them to do this. Um, either see if my wife has got the time to do it, but I know she's flat out. Uh, or outsource this completely somewhere offshore to be able to do this for me. And that one scares me. Uh, and here's my thought process through it. If, this works, uh, if you're kind of interested in that. You know, offshoring already uh, completely scares me. And that is because of the caliber, the quality of the work, and not so much the quality of the work as in, you know, they're going to do a shit job. It is when they start doing the creative, when they start doing the copy, does it reflect me as an individual? Uh, when you haven't grown up in Australia and you haven't had the same upbringing or same, you know, sort of foundation that I had going into this, um, how can you then trust that individual to create that? creative uh, image um, to know when to segment the video into those 30 second clips that truly reflect what I want to do on this channel. That's a very hard thing. And so when you outsource, especially to particularly Asia, um, where the price point is substantially lower and more feasible, what kind of quality work you can get out of it. The other thing that runs through my mind is that you have to balance that quality with what you have uh, feasibly within the business. You know, I'm still with a singular customer and while I've got a lot of work with them at the moment for the next, I would say, a month or so, um, after that's gonna die down again. And so what are the cash flows gonna look like and where am I gonna invest those dollars? You know, I don't have a lot of dollars today, so I have to be scrappy. And so, you know, you start to look at the situation and you're like, I have to invest money to do this because I don't have the time uh, to do it because I've got a lot of client delivery work. I've got a lot of advertising around the product and service I need to start you know, getting into gear. There's a lot of white papers that I need to start writing. There's a lot of newsletters that I need to start creating. And so how do you balance all that activity with this branding and social element here, which is through this blog, through this podcast, through Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, how do you balance that with the which is really the long game. Look, this will pay dividends, not now. This is going to pay dividends in about, I would hope, somewhere in amongst 12 to 18 months of just giving, giving, giving. Um, and so I, I'm going into this knowing that that's going to be the case. Uh, and so how do you balance your my resources, in my case, with what's happening in the long term, with what I need to deliver now to just stay afloat? 
And so that's what's going through my mind. And I actually still don't know which way to go. Should I be putting money into a freelancer? Should I even look to see if I can even hire someone, bring out a bank loan for it, which probably not feasible at this stage given how young the business is? Should I be um, continuing to do myself, burn myself out in that part, get really, really scrappy and maybe pull back on some other activity somewhere else? You know, what does that look like? The other element that I really need to bring up here as well is while, yes, you need to be scrappy and you do a lot of this work, another key deliverable as part of this early phase of the startup is being able to test the business model. And so I've got one client today, I need to scale that to about four to five clients to understand what that work profile kind of looks like in the model that I've created. Because it's all well and good to create this huge brand and um, keep thinking long term, but if you're not sorting out a really good product, what's the point? And so, you know, that's what's going through my head right now and balancing it. So over the next sort of week, as I start to dive into more of this content creation um, process, uh, kind of mapping out all the time and how much time it's actually taking when I have the time to kind of do this, uh, to then make a bit more of an informed decision. So that was what was going through my mind just before. Uh, the other piece is as well, you know, when I said I was going to start looking at executing against this content strategy, against this branding and marketing strategy uh, over the Christmas holiday period into the new year, that was under the proviso I actually had a lot of that time. And so one thing that has come up more recently is that my client has just come up to me and said, we probably need you to help us um, in the interim of the next month and a half uh, quite intensively. And so now I'm posed again with another sort of conundrum. You know, as a client, when you're starting out, and especially this is my mentality going into it, you know, the client, your client is number one. I don't have employees yet, um, in which case I think my mindset will shift to being my employees are number one. But right now, and we'll go into that into another episode as to why I think that way, but right now, employees are, sorry, customers are number one. And with only one customer here, my mentality, my view is I have to, without a doubt, over-deliver for this client uh, because they are effectively going to be the pillar that I'm going to launch off. They are the uh, organization that I'm hoping that into the future once I've delivered will give me that reference to help build some credibility behind the brand. And so being able to over-deliver is incredibly, incredibly important here, uh, especially in the early days. So when you're presented with work, you just take money, you say yes, there's always a way you can do it. You deliver that value, you prove yourself and you move on. And the second piece is it's extra money, extra revenue into the business. And so I can't say no to that at the moment because the startup and in reality, cash flow is king. Um, I need to be able to keep this company solvent. So that obviously puts a hamper on what I can do uh, in terms of back of house stuff, if a lot of my time is now taken up on that. Plus, you know, going to the Christmas break and New Year break, I've got a few uh, things that I personally want to do, uh, which I'm not willing to sacrifice on. So another decision point that I went through was, you know, do I do the drinks with friends? Do I do the whole New Year celebrations? What do I do with Christmas and Boxing Day? How do I use this time? And there are certain life experiences that meet for me personally, especially for this period where I'm not willing to sacrifice. 
Um, and so I blocked that out. And so I've got a mix 30th, which I have to be there for. Uh, that's like a non-negotiable for me. Um, New Year's, catch up with mates again. That's a non-negotiable for me as well. Uh, but And family time on Christmas to spend with uh, mum and in-laws. That's a non-negotiable as well. But everything in between, 100% is. And so hence why I'm here on Christmas Day. I'll probably be back here on Boxing Day. I'll probably, to some degree, be working from home on News Day, and especially into the second and third when people usually take off as well. You know, these pieces, these days in between these key events, and even, you know, before going to an event, getting some work in, um, I think is the mentality that I need to bring in order to execute effectively. Uh, but my way of finding that balance between keeping myself refreshed keeping myself active, you know, head in the game, but also being able to let us some steam and head out, have a bit of fun as well at the same time. So a lot of things to balance. Um, and one thing that I forgot to take into account when making all these plans was the fact that I've got this Australian Institute of Company Directors course all through January. It's about 40 to 60 hours of pre-reading I need to do for that as well. And that's every single Tuesday for a full day all through January and the start of Feb. Um, and while this will be invaluable from a knowledge perspective for me uh, to understand how to uh, be a better board member, as I am one at the moment, um, I can probably do a session as to what I've learned from that experience as well on a future episode. Uh, but as well, you know, with those credentials as being a graduate member of the Australian Institute of Company Directors, uh, being able to have better conversations, to contextualize what I do within Attica to a board far more effectively, you know, that's incredibly invaluable. And so as much as this is about personal professional development, it is very much about how does this really create impact for Attica at the moment. And I'm really lucky that this course was funded by my board uh, and that organization on the line. So um, incredible opportunity and definitely one that I'll be taking by the horns and um, leveraging to be able to bring insight into Attica and then execute out into the market. So a lot of things moving and shifting. One thing that's become very apparent for me is that as much as I'd like to plan for what's actually about to happen over the next you know, even two, three weeks, Things just keep popping up uh, and you have to dynamically shift. Um, and that has surprisingly for me, because I thought I was a bit more open, a bit more um, fluid in that nature, uh, has been a bit of a struggle. Because trying to get into the mindset of what I do for a day becomes incredibly hard when you've got you know different competing priorities, changing what you need to do, you know, uh, in that moment. So today, getting phone calls from clients, getting emails from clients gets me out of the mindset of what I should have been doing. Um, but I know how important that work for the client is and so I prioritize it accordingly. But it, it's not quite what I would have wanted going into this period. Well, not an ideal situation. It is awesome that I'm getting extra, extra revenue for the business, but not ideal from the fact that um, I would prefer that this time to really build the foundations for this business. So that's, you know, a quick, very quick insight into, you know, how I kind of like balance my thinking, how I uh, approach certain scenarios, how I look at money and investment, um, how I look at the long game versus the short game, solvency versus, you know, building the brand for the long term, revenue in versus, you know, uh, investing and not taking in the revenue to be able to reap the rewards later. Now, these are all the competing priorities which 
when you go into a startup journey you know is going to happen, but until you're actually faced with it and you're having to problem solve this on an hour by hour basis, you don't really have an appreciation for it. You don't truly understand what it actually is. And so, and I can say that from experience because when I came into this, I thought it was going to be quite a bit easier. I had listened to all the podcasts. I had read all the material. I had, you know, that innovative DNA built into me. I thought that going into it eyes wide open would allow me to plan and execute against this a lot better. But, and this is why I, I rarely use the word but, but in this case, I was completely wrong. Um, in this case, when you are in it day to day and you just see the stresses that come at you every other hour, uh, both professional within the business and personal and how that affects the way you think affects the amount of work you're able to get done um, drags timelines out until you experience it firsthand you, I don't think you tr will ever truly understand so uh, an incredible experience for me uh, and learning every second that I'm in this journey so again uh, the glass half full in this case uh, an incredible opportunity but one where hopefully this three months and while I would have hoped that I was further ahead here um, in the last episode obviously I reflected and realized how, how fortunate I am to have a business with revenue within three months of launching um, and I did grant myself uh, in that uh, realizing that yes it is taking a lot longer than I would have liked and that is just because of all the unknowns that you just can't know regardless of how much you read how much you talk to people until you actually experience it, you won't actually know. And so um, as a key takeaway, if any of you are thinking about starting your own, your own business and whatnot, and you want to do it properly, you want to scale and not just be a one-man shop, what, regardless of how much reading you will do every single day, day in, day out, doesn't matter how much you consume until you actually execute and actually experience it firsthand, uh, you really don't know what this is all about. Not in a bad sense, it is a good thing, uh, and I don't want to sound like I'm too, too up myself on that front, but you really just don't know. So take the leap, take the plunge, experience it. At the end of the day, even if it fails, um, I can already see how I would apply all these skills that I've kind of developed now, these perspectives, this mindset shift that I've had through this process. If I were to ever go back into corporate Australia, or globally in this case, um, just how much more value I would bring to the table and how much I would just shift the way that I did things there. So, you know, I think that's it, that's it for this episode. I think next episode, uh, obviously a week from now, we are now the 24th, so this, the next one will be New Year's Eve. And so I think, I think over the next two episodes on these Tuesday updates, I'll probably go into what's happening through this Christmas holiday break and how things have shifted uh, just in this kind of space of time uh, from where I planned it to be. So I'm obviously going into the next week planning that I will be able to get a lot of content created. I will be able to get a few more of these episodes filmed ahead of time and hopefully get most of January's Thursday podcast sessions all about small and enterprise and not-for-profit technology sessions filmed, ready to go. Um, I'm hoping to get most of my Instagram stuff done for at least two months completed. 
that's right, two months worth of content scheduled, ready to go. So I don't have to worry about it in the early months of January, February. And then the foundations and beginnings of what that social media campaign will be to attract new clients uh, into 2019. Then when we get into the new year, so 31st, obviously an update on what I'm doing over the next sort of week. But then once we get into 2019, it's all about how do I plan out what 2019 for Attica is actually going to look like? How am I going to execute against it? What are my measures for success? How do I make sure that I'm going to deliver against it? And we'll dive into that plan uh, early 2019. So hopefully when you start to look at the kind of experiences that I've had, you're taking some key takeaways. Some What I endeavor to get out of this is just real thought process, what it really takes to do what I do in this case. Um, give you guys a sense beyond the high level fluff of entrepreneurship that's really outside there in the market at the moment. Hopefully you're getting that from the series. If not, you want me to go deeper, Rora, you want me to go more into my thought process, please let me know. Uh, but otherwise I'll just keep continuing on this until someone tells me otherwise. So as always, thank you so much for stopping by and I can't wait to see you guys next time.